It's the last day of training camp for the Indianapolis Colts. What do we want to see this weekend for the last preseason game for the Colts? What have we seen during this training camp? And how does it project the Colts toward the regular season in 2022? The good, the not so good. We're not going to call it the bad. We don't want to call people bad. It's the end of camp, for God's sake. We don't want to throw a bunch of, a big vat of urine on people as they leave Grand Park and go off to live their lives during this regular season and wait until Tuesday to see if they're cut or kept. We don't want to do that, so we're not going to do that. It's the way we work. Um, we're also going to talk a, a little bit about injuries and how they're not the uh, exclusive purview of the Indianapolis Colts. Other teams, they've suffered injuries. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll also compare and contrast the off-seasons of the major league sports and which wins, which does not. I think you can guess which wins. The NFL's off-season is awesome. It's just great. It's six months of preparing and, and fun, free agency, the draft, all of that stuff. The NBA, a little bit different. And Major League Baseball just shuts down. They go to sleep during an off-season. What is the matter with these people? Uh, also going to talk just a little bit about the Cubs and their win last night. Nice win. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, August 25th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You know what? You deposit $1,000. BUSR is going to match $1,000 and give you 25 casino chips to play with at BUSR.ag. The link is in the description. There you go. BUSR.ag, a place where you can go. You can do whatever you want, sports wagering, and do it in moderation. Do it responsibly, right? We, we mean that all the time. It, obviously, we're not going to tell you to do it irresponsibly. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're looking for 275 likes today. And ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. If you want to make a donation, feel free. I get a big graphic, and then I see your question. I'll answer your question in real time. You make a donation. Happy to do that. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts camp. Like I said, final practice today, 7 o'clock. Uh, the gates are going to open at Grand Park at 8 o'clock. Practice is going to be indoors. I think they're just, they feel like the injuries are starting to pile up a little bit with Quiddy Pay going down yesterday, Rigoberto Sanchez going down the day before. They want to put a stop to it. Hopefully, Pay finds out from his uh, MRI that the knee injury suffered yesterday is not substantial and is not going to force him to miss any time. He's had a good camp. Let's talk about the So anyway, it's going to be indoors, and only 750 people can get inside they're going to start handing out wristbands at 8 o'clock. Be there earlier. You're not going to be able to watch a final practice of the preseason. The good of this preseason. Matt Ryan is the leader in the clubhouse with the good. He has been terrific in every single way. He delivers the ball on time, on target. He has been a guy who's worked with his offensive line and his receivers to do things the right way. He drops back to a specific level, very specific. He is very detail-oriented. He is going to be easier to protect because of that. He wants guys ready for the ball when they come out of their cuts. That's when the ball's being delivered. 
He doesn't wait for the cut to happen, then see the guy open and throw it. He throws it to them when they're going to cut open and they got to have their hands ready. That's the way you do it in the NFL. Matt Ryan has been a force for good in camp, and he's going to be really, really good for this team in the regular season. You're going to see doubters of Matt Ryan. There, there's not a great percentage in being a doubter of uh, Matt Ryan. Naheem Hines has been really good. He looks terrific. Really explosive. A great guy, obviously. A guy who's going to be relied upon by this offense. They're going to throw it to him out of the backfield. Last year, he had 40 catches. He's going to have more this year. He's open more often than that. The route tree for the Indianapolis Colts is going to open up opportunities for Naheem Hines. They weren't taken advantage of last year. They will be this year. Michael Pittman Jr. has been really good. We don't talk enough about Michael Pittman Jr. and the way he's looked in camp. He has been spectacularly good every single day, but it's so consistent that it really doesn't stand out. Michael Pittman Jr. could have a really good year. In order to get to 100 catches, he needs like six a game. That would get him to 102. I think that's doable. I, I've been kind of a proponent of seeing Michael Pittman Jr. as a guy who's going to take a little bit of a step back. He had 88 catches last year. I think the sugar is going to get spread a little bit more this year. You know, you've got receivers who are going to stack up yards and receptions at a higher level with Matt Ryan slinging the pigskin, as they say. But I think my, uh, Michael Pittman and Matt Ryan have developed a really nice chemistry throughout this camp and really went to work on it during the offseason. I think Pittman's going to be terrific and has been terrific. The health of the offensive line, I'm not jinxing nothing. They're going to be indoors, and, and nothing bad's going to happen. But you, you've had the same guys. You've had a little bit of a health issue with Ryan Kelly, but that's COVID, and that's no big deal. Uh, boy, we've come a long way in the last two years, haven't we? Anyway, you've got that set of starters who've been able to go throughout camp, more or less. Maybe a guy took a day off here and there, but overall, really, really good. EJ Speed's been terrific. Look, and so is Zaire Franklin. With, with Darius Leonard down, you wonder who's going to take all of those snaps and account for all of the productivity on the defensive side, stripping productivity from the offense if, if, if Shaquille Leonard is not on the field. You know what? E.J. Speed and Zaire Franklin look pretty good. In particular, E.J. Speed looks awesome, very fast. Yannick Ngakwe, his energy. You need a guy every single day in camp to lift your energy. Because it gets monotonous throughout the four weeks of camp, right? Yannick Ngakwe lifts the energy of those around him, and that's one of the reasons he was coveted by the Colts, and they traded Rocky Seam to the Raiders for him. Great energy, not just on the football field, but in social media, too. If you do not follow Yannick Ngakwe on Twitter, what are you doing? Just get off Twitter if you're not following Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, my morning show is now part of your morning routine. I love that. That's wonderful. I dig it. Um, you know what? Nick Cross has flashed. He looks really good. Uh, the coaches say that he's got to find a way to be more consistent during his reps and during his days in camp. you got to show up every day, every rep. He's 20 years old. He's learning that. He's been able to do it with his talent. His talent has been so impressive in high school. And then uh, at DeMatha, 
and then in college at Maryland, that he's been able to get away with some things. It, it, not anymore. Not in the NFL, and he's learning that. And good with him. Uh, good for him. Uh, Cross has been wonderful. Jelani Woods has flashed, and he did again yesterday. Jelani Woods is going to be a really, really good offensive player for the Colts, not just as a receiver, but as a blocker. Uh, the defense overall has been really good. Rodrigo Blankenship, really good. Sam Ellinger in games, preseason games, has been really good. So good that people go crazy for Sam Ellinger and say that he should be the starting quarterback of the team, and that's crazy. Not great. The Sanchez injury. Not, hopefully Matt Hawk can come in and, and get that boomstick working like it did in Miami instead of kind of the, the noodle that it was in Buffalo. Uh, ben Banigou sticking to blockers. That's never good for a defensive lineman. Matt Pryor, been a bit of a turnstile once in a while out in camp. Hasn't looked great. Hopefully by the time the regular season rolls around, he is operating at a functional level where Matt Ryan is not going to get the crap kicked out of him every single Sunday. Uh, Kylan Granson drops. You know what? When he doesn't drop the ball, he looks like a really good receiving tight end. When he drops the ball, that's not so good, and we saw it in OTAs, too. Matt Ryan laid in a nice ball to Kylan Granson, who is standing alone in the end zone, and it just fell right out of his hands. Can't have that at all in the, uh, in the regular season. Drew Ogletree was really good before he tore his uh, ACL. Really, really good. It's a shame he went down. Uh, Matt Prater has not measured up to Blankenship. So we expect that, well, we know one of them is going to be kept next Tuesday. I think it's going to be Blankenship unless he completely falls apart. Uh, Sam Ellinger in practice, not so good. You'll love him the way you're doing games during practice. So the people who aren't at practice watching Sam Ellinger day after day after day, and I'll tell you why, not good. It's what he does. Comes back, checks this receiver, that receiver, this receiver, and then he eats it. They blow the play dead. That happens more often with him than anyone else. You've got to be decisive. You cannot wait for receivers to be open as he's able to do in the preseason because of the defensive limitations of the opponent's third-string guys. You can't, you can't be that kind of plotting in your reads and your delivery. You can get away with it in the games against third-stringers. You can't do it in training camp against first-string defense. Um, what do we want to see Saturday night? Uh, we want to see the first team move the ball efficiently. Here's the thing. Jonathan Taylor not participating really in preseason games. Is that going to come back to bite the Colts in the ass? Last year, here's what he did in his first three games. All losses for the Colts last year. He ran for 56, 51, and 64 yards. That's an average of 14 carries, 57 yards, 4.1 yards per carry. The rest of the season, he was awesome. The next 14 games, 1,640 yards, 5.7 yards per carry. If it takes Jonathan Taylor a long time, three games to ramp up and become really, really good and really efficient in that offense, and the Colts get off to a rough start, yikes. Dig a hole this year. Not going to be able to climb out of that hole. First seven games are against AFC opponents. Five of those seven are against AFC South rivals. You have got to get off to a good start. First two games against the AFC uh, South. Um, got to get it going, right? 
plenty of injuries with all teams. We saw these yesterday. Uh, the Cowboys lose left tackle Tyron Smith, torn hamstring. Giants wide receiver Colin Johnson, who's getting some run with ones. He tore his Achilles. It happens all over the league. Don't get bent out of shape over the injuries. Tonight, Packers at Chiefs on the NFL Network, 8 o'clock. 49ers at Houston, 8.15 on Prime Video. Do not subscribe to Prime Video only to watch this game so you can pre-scout the Texans in this preseason game. Don't do that. Don't be that kind of psychotic. That's crazy. Uh, the NFL offseason, six months of quality promotion for the product. They have an awesome offseason. The NFL does. It is so well built and so well structured to promote the game. There are people who enjoy the offseason with the draft and free agency in camp more than they do the regular season. That's how good the offseason for the NFL is. The NBA offseason, it's an annoying uh, run of narratives. I think it's annoying about pampered and self-indulgent stars. All we hear is about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And I, I don't get annoyed by the Warriors. You know, Curry and Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, they're wonderful. They're fine. I don't care about any of this other crap. Uh, what goes on? Kevin Durant? Why do I care? It's a star-driven league, and the stars have become the power in the NBA instead of the franchises and the owners of the franchises. A lot of people find that annoying, myself included. Uh, Cubs beat the Cardinals last night 7-1. to Rubber match of the five-game set today at Wrigley Field. 221st pitch, Stroman against Hudson. If the Cubs win today, this would be their sixth straight series win. That's kind of something. And then they got three in Milwaukee this weekend. Good for them. How about some birthdays? Let's celebrate some birthdays. What is going to be an absolutely gorgeous sunset, uh, sunrise, you can see kind of in my face, we always face east in the morning, and the sun coming up, I don't know how long we're going to be able to do uh, breakfast with Ken outside. It's really kind of dark when we start, and it's kind of light when we finish. It's nice that the lens auto-adjusts. Good. Uh, Larry Boyd, who, who's a guy, happy birthday to Larry Boyd, who in, like, New York... You know, they think Larry Bird's in the rest. Hey, it's Larry Boyd. Are you kidding me? Larry, Larry! Boy, he's shorter than I thought he was. That's Larry Boyd's life when he visits New York City. Uh, Julie Island felt an MS alum. Happy birthday to Julie. Pete Majeski and the great Christy Kennedy from Indiana University. Are you kidding me? Happy birthday to Christy. If today's your birthday, you have. You know what? Celebrate like hell. Have a great day. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. It's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift people up. Don't pull people down. Be good to each other. Don't get so impatient. People aren't in your way. People are just trying to get by. So help them. We'll talk to you later today inside Indiana Sports Now, maybe about 4 o'clock. We don't set our watch by it.